This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Good evening, Creep. Welcome to the Mystery Playhouse. Creeps over the minds of mortal men come many shadows. Shadows of greed and hate, jealousy and fear. Darkness is the absence of light. So in the sudden shadows which fog the minds of men and women come the strange impulses which urge them into the unknown. Listen now to the border tonight's Mystery Playhouse presentation of Dark Venture. Marge was a sweet kid. We might have become very good friends if we hadn't made the mistake of getting married. At the end of the first year, I was ready to throw in the towel. I was really tired of the whole thing. When she'd come home from work and chatter about everything under the sun, I tried so hard not to yawn in her face. Darling, you know the front bedroom? Well, it's just going to waste, and today at work, I thought of a way to get us some extra money. Her voice bored me, her face bored me, her hair, everything about it. I was thinking of putting an ad in the paper and running the room until you can get on your feet again. All the time she talked, I kept imagining how swell it would be just to get up and go through the door and never come back. Money would pay our grocery bill and... Oh, honey, you weren't even listening to me. Huh? Oh, sorry, I... I was thinking of something else. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Since you're such a deep thinker, my sweet, I'll pay you a whole nickel for your thoughts. Save your money, baby. If I told you what I was thinking, you'd want a refund. I wanted to leave with all my heart. But where would I go? I was down to borrowing quarters from old friends and stealing dimes from my wife's purse. So I let things slide. And that's why I'm in this mess. For you see, if I'd left then, I wouldn't have bumped into the old guy a week later. Yeah, there he was, in our apartment, fiddling around with the door to the front bedroom. Oh, afternoon. You must be Mr. Jordan. Yeah, that's right. What's uh, going on here? I'm Mr. Hawkins, new boarder. Mm-hmm. Yes, rented the room this morning before your wife went to work. Answer to the ad, you know. Yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I remember saying something about it. But uh, what are you doing to that door? Oh, installing the double lock? I asked your wife. She said she didn't mind. Well, she may not mind, but I do. Why do you need a double lock? I have my reasons, Mr. Jordan. You do, huh? Well, I don't like the idea myself. Neither my wife or I would touch anything you've got. Oh, it's not that. I don't want you putting a lock on that door. Well, sure how. That's right. All right, Mr. Jordan. I'll find another way. Another way for what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, man, screwy little word, if, can really drive you nuts. If I'd been listening to Mars that first night, I wouldn't have let her rent that room. And if the old man hadn't been there when I came in, I wouldn't have gotten sore and left the house before Mars got home. I wouldn't have gone down to Jerry's bar. I wouldn't have met Ruthie. She was at the telephone when I came in. Then she started walking toward us. Well, still no answer, Jerry. There's nothing to show up. Better luck next time, Ruthie. That's a lot of propaganda. Next time, it'll be just like this time. When I was born, the eight-ball business started booming. <laughs> Don't take it so hard. Uh, Jerry, I think what the lady needs is a stimulant. Who asked you what I need? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. What I need is a bottle of strychnine and some nerves. <laughs> was Ruthie. And there was something about her right from the start that pressed a button in my brain. 
I forgot Marge and how bored I was and old man Hawkins who tried to put a padlock on his door. I forgot everything but Ruthie. Then about a month after we met, came back in that same bar again. It was almost closing time. There was something wrong. I, I could feel it. Ralph, I, I think the word is out. Leader Zane or something for what I want to tell you. Huh? I'm leaving town next week. Where are you going, Lizzie? Out west. Maybe L.A., maybe Frisco. But why? Because I've been battered around so much, I'm punch drunk. Because I promised myself I'd never let it happen again, and it's happening. What's happening? I'm falling in love with the wrong guy. You. Lucy, don't go away, please. I'll go crazy if you go away. But I am. In a week, like I said. But, uh, if something comes up before then that would give me a reason for staying, well, uh, feel free to telephone. <laughs> she left, there wasn't a thing I could do about it. I wanted to bust the whole world right in that jaw. What could happen in a week or a month that would do me any good? I was dead broke. I didn't have enough money to follow Ruth to the edge of town. I'm just sitting there thinking. I started getting a funny feeling. Someone was watching me. I looked up quick. It was Mr. Hawkins, our boarder. Oh, hello there. Hi, Mr. Jordan. Hey, what are you doing here, spying on me? Why should I spy on you? Ain't a crime to take a little drink now and then. Just had a few myself. Celebrating. Oh. Well, this place is closing up. You going home? Yeah. Mind if I walk along with you? Do as you like. It's all the same to me. That's the way you want it. Good. Well, here we are. Up the stairs, huh? I hope you don't tell your mission I was drinking. Uh, some women don't like to rent rooms to tell us a drink. Well, I won't tell her. And someday I won't have to worry about things like that. Someday I'm going to have a sweet little grocery store with rooms in the back and I'll do what I please. Yeah, let me open the front door. Yep, $5,000 all I need. I almost got it. You better be quiet or you'll wake my... You almost got what? Uh, what do you think I want that double lock for, huh, Mr. Jordan? I come into my room... I want to show you something. $3,500. Where would you get $3,500? Am I working for 25 years for other people? Am I living in rented rooms all my life? Now, look at here, Mr. Jordan. Right here in this dresser drawer here. Now, if you don't believe me, look at here. $3,500. Nobody knows about it. You wouldn't know about it either. I wasn't so drunk. $3,500. Yes, fellas really do things with this kind of money, eh, Mr. Jordan? I went to bed. Marge is sleeping soundly. I closed my eyes, but sleep was a million miles away. If something comes up before then, that will give me your reasons for staying. Well, feel free to telephone. $3,500. We can go away together. All the bloodhounds in the world couldn't find us. Well, oh, that wasn't true. No man to make a bigger noise in bikini. Didn't have us quick. I looked at the little luminous clock that stood in the dresser. Ten after three. A uh, fellow could really do things for this kind of money, eh, Mr. Jordan? You have to get the money, I'd just about have to cut his throat. I couldn't stay in bed any longer. I got up and went to the old man's door. I listened. There wasn't a sound. Thirty-five hundred dollars. And it was so close. What was that? I turned quickly and... 
And I went to sink through the floor. Marge was there. In the dark hallway. Watching me. I, uh, I couldn't sleep. I, I was just going to ask the old man if he had some cigarettes. I said I was... Hey, what, what's wrong with you? Marge? Marge? She's sound asleep. I wanted to start laughing. I wanted to laugh till the tears ran down my eyes cheeks. I found asleep. And I remember that before we were married, she jokingly mentioned something about sleep, wasn't it? A year of married life that never happened before. I had other things to worry about. The funny thing, my last conscious thought before I fell asleep was this. She walks in her sleep... Marge about a sleepwalking at breakfast. She said she hadn't done that since she was a kid. I worried her. I told her there was nothing to worry about, but after she went to work, old man Hawkins, who ate breakfast at the house, shook his head. I don't want to scare you, Mr. Jordan. I'd send your wife to the doctor. About sleepwalking? Ah, it's nothing. I don't know. I knew a fellow once, walked in his sleep. One night, he bumped into a bed where another fellow was sleeping, started beating him up. Huh? Yeah. The next morning, this sleepwalking fellow wakes up all covered with blood, and he doesn't remember a thing. I had to put him away. You can believe me or not, Mr. Jordan, but it's the truth. I believe you. You told me to call if something came up. Well? Does the uh, $3,500 sound like something, Ruthie? Yeah. Oh, but it's still not as important as us being together. We'll be together. Sit tight and be a good girl, sweetheart. Everything's going to be all right. When I hung up the phone, I saw my fingers were as wet as if I dipped them in water. How long would it take me, I wondered? How long would it take me to sell Marge on the idea that in her sleep, she was planning murder? I waited a few days, getting everything straight in my mind. This wasn't for marbles. Everything had to be right. Then on the third night, I... How did things going? Marge was sleeping. I waited. And after a while... Marge! Marge! What? Marge, what's wrong? Ralph! You were having a nightmare or something. Nightmare? Oh, but... You must have been dreaming about old Mr. Hawkins. Mr. Hawkins? Well, why in the world should I be dreaming about him? Well, I don't know. He kept repeating his name over and over again something troubling you, Marge? Two nights later, the house was very quiet. I went down the hall to Mr. Hawkins' bedroom. I listened. Not a sound. I started rattling the knob as someone might in their sleep and I tried to get in. Who, who's there? I rattled the doorknob violently. Then I pounded on the door. Go away. Then I heard him getting out of bed. 
I hurried back. I reached our bedroom before he came out in the hall. As I crept into bed again, I thought, Ruthie, darling, it won't be long. morning at the breakfast table, the old man acted just as I hoped he would. I hate to bring this up, but... You hate to bring what up, Mr. Hawkins? Well, I'd like to ask your permission once more to put a double lock on my door. A double lock on your door? Why? You folks hear anything unusual last night? What do you mean? Someone tried to break into my room. That's what I mean. Break into your room? Oh, that's ridiculous. Now, who'd want to do that? I don't know. I ain't accusing anybody, you understand? But, well, I... Yes? Well, Mrs. Jordan did walk in her sleep that other time, and me? I... Me? Do you think it was me? Well, now, I didn't say that. You most certainly did, Mr. Hawkins. I just want to put a double lock on my door, that's all. Well, you won't put a double lock on your door, Mr. Hawkins. My husband disapproved last time, and I most certainly agree with him. But I... Oh, there's George coming to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Well, well, maybe it was just my imagination last night. Yes, maybe it was. But no offense meant, Mrs. Jordan. No offense at all. See you folks later. I'm coming, George. The nerve of that old man walked in my sleep. Now, don't get upset. Well, just because I did it once, he must think I... You woke up the last time I walked in my sleep, Ralph. Well, did I walk in my sleep last night? Did I, Ralph? I woke up once. I was gone from the bed. Oh, Ralph, what's happening to me? Ruthie? Yeah, I was wondering when you were going to call. It's getting a little tired. I just didn't hear Ralph. It's not going to be much longer now. Uh, you remember we met a guy named George Burroughs down at Jerry's Tavern one night? What's that guy? Do you remember him? Yeah, I think so. Why? Well, listen, you go down to Jerry's today and find out where we can get in touch with this Burroughs. That don't make sense. And do what I say, Ruthie. Someday I'll tell you about it. You see, it makes beautiful sense. Marge. Marge, wake up. Ooh. Oh, it's seven o'clock already. Here, I'll turn this blank thing off. Uh, oh, how I despise this little monster. Marge, I think I'm going to have a doctor look at you. Why? About your sleepwalking. What do you mean, did I? Again? Yeah. Last night. Why didn't you wake me? Well, it's dangerous to wake a person walking in their sleep. Besides, you didn't go far this time. Only over to the dresser and back. The dresser? You were trying to open the bottom drawer. Oh, that's funny. We don't keep anything in the bottom drawer except some papers. And, and what, Marge? And your gun. That's right. My gun. Ralph, I don't remember getting up. You didn't remember the last time. Ralph, I'm frightened. Don't be frightened. Night when you come home, the doctor will be here. When Marge came home that night, I introduced her to Dr. Burroughs. And Doc was a very versatile guy. He could do anything for 50 bucks, except produce a license to practice medicine. I watched him working on it. He was doing fine. Physically, you are in good condition, Mrs. Jordan, but of course we, uh, 
We were never too concerned about your physical condition, were we? What do you mean? Oh, you must be frank. What do you have against this old man? Nothing, nothing at all. That's not true. But it is. What could I possibly have against him? The subconscious mind is a dark, bleak world. Somewhere in that subconscious is this hatred. Perhaps you resent him because his presence in your house is a symbol of your economic difficulty. No, I don't think that's it. Then why do you hate him? I don't hate him. I'm trying to help you. You're in grave danger. Danger? This hatred festering in your subconscious mind, it could even lead to murder. Me? Yes. Kill someone? Yes. I'd kill myself first. After that, my friend, the doctor, left. Marge had made an error, but I didn't bother to correct her. You see, if my plan was right, she would kill herself, just as she said. But not before the murder. <laughs> no, indeed. When Mr. Hawkins came in that night, Marge and I were waiting for him. I, uh, I want to talk to you, Mr. Hawkins. Oh, can you wait just a minute? My friend George is in the hall. I want to bring him down. Let to... your friend George wait. This won't take long. You'll have to move, Mr. Hawkins. Move? Yes. Some uh, friends are coming, and we need the room for them. I'm sorry, but you have to move. Well, where am I going to move to? Ain't you heard about the housing shortage? It's my house, Mr. Hawkins. I want you to move. Well, I'll bet you're still sore about this morning. I told I'm you... I'm not but... sore about anything. I just want you to move. All right. I guess I can find something... In a couple of days. I want you to leave tonight, Mr. Hawkins. Tonight? I can't find another place tonight. Yeah, we ought to give Mr. Hawkins at least till tomorrow. I want him out tonight, Ralph. You know what? I got my rights. Our rent's paid up till tomorrow night, and I'm going to stay till tomorrow night. All right. Tomorrow you move. You understand? Yeah, I understand, Mr. Jordan. in the hallway, I could almost see Hawkins' friend George straining to catch every word of the argument. What an excellent witness friend George would be when the time came. And the time was at hand. Then something went wrong. It was after 11 o'clock. Marge was still curled on the couch. Face quite pale. I got up and yawned. Well... Getting late. I'll be pretty worn out after all this. Let's go to sleep. No, Ralph. Huh? I'm not going to sleep. Why? I'm afraid to go to sleep. Honey, it's 1.30. You've got to get some sleep. If I go to sleep, I'm afraid I... Look, I've got an idea. What? You go to sleep. I'll stay out here and watch to see that you don't leave the room. Oh, I couldn't ask you. Well, you need the rest more than I do, Marge. Working as hard as you do. You go on to sleep, darling. I'll promise to watch. Well, all right. I'm pretty tired. Oh, Ralph. You're so considerate. But even in the bedroom, she didn't sleep. I had to get up and walk around. The bedroom light would snap off one moment and then snap back on the next. Starting to get jittery. Why didn't she go to sleep? This is the last night the old man had been in her house. This is my last chance. I intend to see go to sleep. And then finally, she was asleep. <laughs> 
was almost four o'clock. I had to move quickly. I went over to the dresser and found a gun. Started getting nervous. This was a big payoff. My throat was very dry. I sat down the hall, took the old man's room. Me? Kill someone? I killed myself first. She'd still have the chance. I had no time to lose. It was already getting light. Me? Kill someone? I killed myself first. I was standing before the old man's bedroom door. Turned the knob and pushed against the door. Placed the chair on the other side for protection. I pushed the door open quickly. I wanted to finish this thing now. The old man awoke in terror. Hey, what's going on? I tore a pillow from the bed and pressed the gun barrel into it. It's muffled a shot. Hey, Mr. Jordan, what are you doing? Hush! It's empty! Too bad, Ralph. Marge! Things didn't work out quite like you planned, did they? And this time I'm very much awake. Yeah, I'm a peaceful man. I mind my own affairs, and in the middle of the night he tries to murder me. Go back to sleep, Mr. Hawkins. I'll tell you everything in the morning. Coming, Ralph. But listen, I want to... The gun, Mom. How did you... Before I dared go to sleep, I had to be sure I wouldn't kill the old man. So wasn't it perfectly natural I should remove the bullets from the gun. You took the bullets from the gun? And even then you didn't go to sleep. No. But something bothered me. In spite of your doctor's efforts, I couldn't believe that I was capable of murder. I thought about it a lot, Ralph. And then I realized something else, too. What? I realized you no longer loved me. I began to understand all that's been going on. Now, get out of this house, Ralph. Get out. Hello? Ruthie, this is Ralph. Not exactly, sweetheart. Not exactly. Yeah, I didn't get the money like I figured. Something came up. I'll tell you all about it when I see you. But I'm I'm free now, Ruthie. Now I remember you told me that money wasn't nearly so important as us being together. Well, now we can be together. We don't need money. We Ruth. 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 Curtain for the night creeps. It's late, so good night. Sleep time.